Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you with all of your pop culture and entertainment content in one place. We've got Bachelor stuff, Howie Mandel grilling Nick Vial, Game of Roses somehow is involved. We got that story and so much more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. One day closer to the weekend, one day closer to Thanksgiving, which means Christmas is around the corner. Happy Red Cup Day at Starbucks. Give that marketing department a, I don't know, bonus because, man, I I got to Starbucks by uh, 1030 this morning and they were already sold out of their stupid red cups. How ridiculous. I didn't even want the dang thing. You know what I mean? All right, but I got all your content in one place. We have no time to mess around. Let's start it off. Nick Vile went on Howie Mandel's podcast, and he got roasted by Howie Mandel. I'm going to play 10 minutes of that on the back end of this episode. He was confronted about his stance on the UCAN Foundation and therapy uh, regarding uh, you know reality TV contestants and Howie Mandel did a very good job of prosecuting his point. We'll have that conversation. But first, uh, Nick Vile was also confronted regarding Game of Roses podcast. Of course, we know Game of Roses uh, uh, gamifies the show The Bachelor, the whole franchise, right? And they do a fantastic job. They're an independent podcast that has been published and featured um, on HBO and all these other places. And Nick refuses to discuss people in the Bachelor bachelor world that are not, I don't know, verified through the bachelor system. He refuses to say the names of the She's All Batches and me and Reality Steve and Game of Roses. But here he is uh, with Howie Mandel fanboying over Game of Roses. And here's Nick's response. Have a listen. And the partner is uh, this genius who actually wrote a book on how to win the bachelor. It's Do you know about the bachelor playbook? And he said, You know that? that? Uh, I'm, I'm familiar with the book, yeah. You are. And he said, Oh, let me show you what he said to us, and then I want you to comment on this. <laughs> Sorry, wow, I have encyclopedic knowledge of uh, reality. We did, uh, Vile Files. You need to go on Nick Vile's podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Why? But, uh, Why? He doesn't like, he doesn't <laughs> like you? <laughs> Stories for another time. Nick Vile is very much. What? Wait, go, uh, go. Uh, uh, <laughs> what are you doing? A, um, what we call a fence player. He is not affiliated. Uh, legitimately with the show anymore, but he gets a lot of favors from them, so he has to kind of mind his P's and Q's about what he says. We are very definitely on the other side of that. We are trying to analyze the game for what it is a game, expose it as a game, and win that game. What? But do you know who he is? I'm, I'm from, I've seen his face before. Okay. So Nick, Nick's almost like responding like he's been deposed. He's like, yeah, I, I've seen this guy's face before. Come on. You know who Chad Colchin is? He's a genius. He's a, uh, he's, he's a, he's a, a writer in the writer's guild. He's made movies. I mean, he's a bona fide member of the, of the, the, of Hollywood. He, he's, you know what I mean? Like for Nick to say, I've seen his face is so de- demeaning to what he actually, you know, to the, to the credit and respect, I think game of roses and Chad deserve. Now let's just finish this off. Okay. It's been on that neck for years. The, the, what, what, <laughs> what, I, what I was saying, what, what he was saying was he wrote a book on how to win the bachelor and, and that he, they've been caught 
on the set. So so then either way, you can go watch the full YouTube version of this play out, but then Nick calls Game of Roses disingenuous because of the way that they cover the show. He goes, I felt real emotions and real feelings, which is kind of like a false equivalency. Like no one's saying you don't feel real feelings. Uh, it's just that uh, Game of Roses has gamified and quantified uh, the different aspects of the show. Uh, the percentage of it's, you know, they're kind of doing what Bachelor Data does, but they're doing it sports center style, whereas Bachelor Data is doing it pie chart style. Hey, that's that's what it is. So either way, we'll get into more of that story in a minute. But we have an update on this Will Smith story. So as you guys know, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith said they were ready to sue uh, for this rumor that Will Smith was caught in bed with, I guess, one of his male friends. Here's the podcast clip. I'm going to play it real quick. It's called Unwind with Tasha Kay. Even though you're not on drugs, they're going to pay for the rehab. And you have to go if you want to work with them. And then I saw sexual acts that I when I walked in on. Who'd you walk in on? Him and Dwayne Martin. So there it is. There is Will Smith's former best friend, I'm guessing, saying he walked in on Will Smith and Dwayne Martin. Now, look, if Will Smith wants to have consensual relations with a man, that ain't none of my business. But either way, uh, whether it's true or not, would you know, that's that is the type of thing you sue someone for defamation if you know they're not telling the truth. And maybe he is. Either way, Cardi B has now defended Will Smith amid gay sex rumor and slams blogger Tasha K. I don't know why you would slam the blogger. She's not the one who made the story up. The guy, you know, the former friend did. Either way, here's what Cardi had to say. And you want to know something? I don't like that shit. I don't like what people be doing to Will Smith. I be feeling like Will Smith is very unproblematic. And I feel like he got like a nice heart. And that's the thing. No, look, I'm sure Will Smith has a nice heart, but I wouldn't call him unproblematic. I mean, <laughs> do you remember the slap heard around the world? I found out that Will Smith is a Libra. I always said this, like Libras, we be getting tried, we be getting tried. And then when we outburst, we outburst so fucking heavy <laughs> that we become the, the ones in the wrong. Because when we, when we throw that outburst after we get so much... Our, we we go so crazy that people be like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. How funny of Cardi B. No, I mean, look, hey, you can't blame her. She's just a Libra. <laughs> you know, uh, Will Smith's not gay. He's that, he's just a Libra. He's outbursting in the bedroom. Now, look, and again, whether he is or not, none my business. But either way, it's interesting to see celebrities now coming to his defense, I, for one, um, would like to see a Will Smith uh, re-emergence, which is why I think he would be great on Dancing with the Stars. I think he needs positive publicity. Hey, maybe he flew too close to the sun. Maybe he got too caught up in celebrity and ego and this and that and trying to maintain perfection. Be a human being again, Will. We loved you on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when you were coming up. And now you're on your uh, our descent, I should say, after your ascent. And I'm here for it. Let's get you on uh, Dancing with the Stars. Tell your story. Uh, Reality Steve has been no stranger to the Jane Doe controversy surrounding Clayton Eckerd, and he has come to my defense. Now, he's uh, getting a lot of heat, like I am, for covering this Clayton story too closely. Uh, but I have to say, um, you know, there's, an, there's a review on his podcast. Reality Steve is great and love his podcast. Used to listen, but we are interested in Bachelor franchise-related spoilers and any other news from Bachelor Nation. Not interested in hearing about any other shows. Lately, he has been talking too much about Clayton, which is boring. So we'll stop listening until things change. Sorry, folks. 
I disagree. It is not boring. It's the most fascinating story of the year. It is one we are very, very closely covering. It'll be a documentary one day. It'll be some sort of true crime story. Uh, those are my opinions. Here's what Reality Steve had to say after I exposed the email where Jane Doe was threatening to sue podcasters for defamation if they sided with me. What we're dealing with here, what Dave is dealing with, what I'm is dealing with. I told you yesterday in, po in the podcast, she had not contacted me in 10 days since I told her to leave me alone and said, I just don't want to hear from you anymore. Don't email me. Well, she emailed me. <laughs> Nothing's going to stop her. She can't email Kelly anymore. So, and Dave's told her <laughs> to leave him alone. Uh, I guess I'm the one that she's going to annoy now. I don't know. Um, I, I told her, but, and, and um, uh, let me just, uh, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to read the whole email, but tell you basically what she wrote me and then what my response was. Um, <clears throat> it was basically her email was essentially saying that um, she was complaining about Dave and complaining about one part of my tweet from uh, when I was transcribing the hearing from November 2nd on my Twitter account. Yes. So this is what she does, right? She'll find something she disagrees with and then she won't acknowledge the other things. Like she won't, she'll say she didn't commit medical fraud. And I think she says that because technically medical fraud would be like when you're trying to dupe a medical provider. Uh, but what she had, you know what I mean? For like some sort of insurance scam. So if it's not technically medical fraud, it is fraud involving medical documents. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like what, what do you want from me, folks? Like, what, what are we going to do? Are we playing the link? linguistic game because we'll get into it we, you know what i mean we can cha we can change the way we call it um those those ultrasounds were made up to convince people that she's pregnant with twins uh that's my opinion uh there might be another motivation she says her accounts were hacked and it was her ex who did that which is what she claims uh, when uh, you know the previous pregnancy that she had with her ex. She claims that it was never twins uh, because everyone's making this comparison like, well, how weird that she's twice said she's pregnant with twins. She says, no, I never claimed it was twins. He hacked into my account um, and, and, uh, and, and made that part up or whatever, right? So are we to believe she's getting her account hacked left and right? And if so, where's the police records of her going to the police saying her account was hacked? So either way, good to see Reality Steve to my defense. Uh, to sum up what he said, and I'll have the full story on YouTube, he basically um, tells Jane Doe, look, I'll share your side of the story. Come on the podcast. And she has yet to reply. The last time he invited her on the podcast, she said, why would I go on the podcast if you're not going to believe me? And he says, well, no, come on the podcast. I'll cross-examine you, but you can share your side. So there's no shortage of anyone sharing her side. It's like it's like listening to a flat earther. You won't, you won't share my side. The earth is flat. No, we've looked at your evidence. We just don't believe the earth is flat. I've looked at her evidence that she's pregnant with Clayton's twins. I don't believe that until I see evidence that changes my mind. I'm okay changing my mind if there's a preponderance of evidence that comes out. There is fetal DNA. It wasn't hiding behind the ovaries. It is Clayton's. Um, there's a, you know, the belly's kicking. We saw a video of it moving. We're doing a gender reveal party, you know, this and that. It's none of that's happening. Fan fiction, folks. We haven't received it yet. All right. Well, let's. We have a ton to get into today. This is why we're going to be moving to a double episodes because there's just too much to cover. But again, you can catch that full conversation on my YouTube channel and check that out. In the meantime, we've got an episode tonight where Katie Thurston, 
is coming down to the beach on Bachelor in Paradise at 9 p.m. And she is going to be talking to, you know, Blake, uh, Blake Moynes for the first time. Here's the trailer for tonight's episode. They're the strongest couple on the beach. Things are going really well, Blake. It's nice to feel wanted and pursued. But the arrival of an old flame. Hi, I'm Katie, and I'm going to pull Blake aside. Could burn it all down. They were engaged, and they haven't spoken since they cut it off. It's kind of the worst nightmare. I am happy to see you. This is making me want to go home. What are you doing here? New Bachelor in Paradise tonight on ABC and stream on Hulu. Yep, Blake calls seeing an ex kind of the worst nightmare, and I have to agree. In other crazy news, Snoop Dogg is giving up marijuana. End of a 420 era. Snoop Dogg says he's given up the smoke for good, an activity that's been synonymous with his career since day one. But frankly, it's hard to tell if this is legit or not. He says, after much consideration in conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. Again, who knows? I, who knows if he's telling the truth? Maybe he's coming up with coming out with like an edible line or something. So you know me, I, I'm more of a gummy guy. I like to combine my habits of edibles and sugar. <laughs> That's how I do it, folks. All right. And speaking of fame, like I mean, because looks. I mean, by the way, I've met Snoop Dogg. Not to name drop, but I actually worked an event with Snoop Dogg where we had to hand out Snoop hot dogs. He rode in on like a Harley and we were next to him handing out hot dogs to people. It was a wild experience. Well, Snoop Dogg is, uh, you know, one of those guys that uh, will live on in infamy because uh, he's just so unique to his brand. And the same can be said for The Rock. Now, what is The Rock cooking? Is it a presidential campaign? Dwayne Johnson um, actually mentions here that he was approached, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, to lead the people, not just the elbow, but the people to lead them uh, as the presidential nominee. Listen to what he had to say. I'll, share, I'll just I'll share this a little bit with you at the beginning of the year, uh, at the end of the year, rather, in 2022, I got a visit from the parties mm -hmm. asking me if I was going to run and if I could run. Wow. And it was a big deal. And it came out of the blue. Wow. And it was one after the other. And um, they brought up that poll. They also brought up their own deep dive uh, research and yeah. data that would prove should I ever decide to go down that road, you that, would be a real contender. Yeah, and it was, it was, all very surreal, because that's never been my goal. My goal has never been to be in politics. Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact, there's a lot about politics that I hate. Yeah, yeah, I know this about you. Yeah. Um, so I, I was moved by that, and the reason why I had given that response, uh, if that's truly what the people want, then of course I would consider it. Um, and after that response, that's when the parties came. <laughs> so, so Dwayne the Rock Johnson was approached to be the president. Now, you might say, "What's a what's a Hollywood star? You know, uh, what what does he know about politics?" It's almost like being an outsider, being successful, and being somebody who doesn't want to be a politician might be a better strategy than people who want to get into politics. You know what I mean? He was someone who had as little as seven dollars in his pocket. That's why he calls his company like the Seven Dollar Production, right, or whatever it's called, because he's a hundred millionaire. I don't think he's quite a billionaire, right? 100 millionaire. He's a hard worker. He's self-made and he's in and you know, he was like a thief uh, when he was a teen. Like he would kind of do petty theft and, and this and that. He's overcome all that poverty. He's overcome that mindset. I think it would be I think he'd be great to at least I think even if you don't have a chance to win, I think in an open primary 
he would be fantastic to be on the debate stage because you couldn't use this, oh, you're only taking money from corporate shills or this or that. I think it would be fantastic. I think it would unite plenty of people on the left and the right. And and you might say, yeah, yeah. well, how does he know how to run a military? It's like, come on, to, to any of us, to any people that, you know, you know, you know, be, you know, go, come from being a, you know, governor in Oklahoma or wherever, do they really have any clue either? Are they really qualified either? You know, either way, that's my thoughts. Okay. Speaking of unqualified, let's listen to uh, Nick Vial talk about uh, mental health and why he doesn't believe fans should pay, excuse me, why he doesn't believe fans should pay for mental health uh, and for therapy for people that have been on reality TV shows. Listen to Howie Mandel dismantle his opinion. You started getting hit for uh, talking on what you brought up in the last little uh statement that you made um that you didn't think reality stars should be getting um uh, therapy right oh. i didn't say that no what did you say it was about I don't think, you can't the I foundation don't, i don't think started. i don't think people should uh ask fans for donations uh for their therapy yeah does the does oh, the I, agree. I mean so should GoFundMe not exist? Should people not support each other when they get sick? Like, where do we, this is very, it's kind of like a very boomer argument. No offense, boomers. Oh boy, just lost another one. Don't worry, you can get mad in your beautifully restored 4,000 square foot home that no one can afford. I'm kidding. Uh, but it's that whole pull you up by your bootstraps type of argument, which isn't good because it's like we're all trying to help out. You know, It's a good deed trying to be done. Now, it'd be nice if uh, we had universal health care where everyone just got free or so, so socialized um, you know, mental health uh, therapy, but we don't live in that world right now. That, yeah, does the have. UCAN Foundation ask fa fans for... Yeah. Funding is that what it is? Yeah. Maybe I just don't really understand what that. Oh, then I, I agree is. with you. Then yeah. I thought so. My misinterpretation was you were misinterpret. I'm misinterpreting. I'm saying I'm well, misinterpreting. I mean, you know, we live in a, a world where people don't read articles; they read headlines. That's what I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't well, we like to not just read articles; we like to play them. So let's actually go to what Nick really said and how he shut down his producers when they said, "Hey, isn't this a good thing?" You can even watch Nick's fiance here, I believe before she was pregnant, um, uh, side with the producers. The agents, and then those agents treat their assistant, and it sure. becomes this like cycle. And so I, I That's guess- That's a job though. This isn't a job. Even though, even though some of these people want it to be thought of as a job. Just, I guess I'm just like, just because other people had to endure things, like why are we against just like improving quality of life for everyone? Like why do I agree. need to- So you have Natalie agreeing there with the producer. All right, so anyway, we're gonna go back into the finishing what was actually said here. Cause it's not just about reading articles, it's about listening to what people are saying. And Nick's been pretty clear about his opinions on this matter. And I believe when pressed that he's just on the wrong side of history here. I don't do my homework. And if you know anything yeah, I know about me, <laughs> I do not do my homework and I didn't know. So I've been misinformed. I went based off of the- Headline. Not the headline. I saw the stories yeah, that the were quotes. posted from some uh, of the Love yeah. is Wine cast sure. that- Who started the foundation. Who started the foundation. And based on what they were saying, they were saying something different than what you were just explaining. But to that end, I think people get into reality TV and get incredibly damaged and don't know what they're getting into. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. You were in it. Yeah. Did and you feel that pressure? 
So on one end, he's saying, hey, you signed up for it. And then on the other hand, he's saying, now I agree that they don't understand what they're signing up for. I mean, if this isn't the curb your enthusiasm button, I don't know what is here. But I understand it's complicated, but like, let's make some concessions here. It's almost like how he would be better off if he had actual quotes that Nick said. And that's just kind of how it comes down because, you know, it, I think we're all reasonable in person when we have conversations. If Nick Thompson was in person with Nick Vial, I think they would end up having a reasonable conversation. But when it goes around, like with Nick's conversation with Reality Steve, audiences get to look at it and go, man, you're giving this guy a raw deal. Like if I went out here as an independent person who has health care and I don't need to be on one side or the other, we're doing fine, just poking the bear on all angles. But if I went on Nick's podcast and he railroaded me when I'm trying to tell him like, hey, these people are just trying to do good and all that, I'm very confident the audience would be exposed to this being the wrong side of the story. Like that's just my opinion that if we took this to the court of public opinion, we would have hands down. We would blow Nick out of the water, hands down on his opinion. Doesn't mean I hate him as a person here. We're, 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 we're prosecuting the opinion, not the person. What, what, what pressure? Like what kind, what do you mean? I felt a lot of pressure. Yeah. But I think most of the, the damage and the pressure comes from the aftermath of the show. Right. Listen, I, I'm not on every production set out there, so I can't speak to the working conditions that are going on. Then don't. Um, but I do know they're pretty upfront with what people are signing up for, at least to the extent of you're going to be. Mean, that doesn't mean anything. Though. Well, uh, to a certain extent, you know. Well, I'll just give you what, what I do know. I'm and, and so great that Nick's talking to a professional who works in reality TV, who has a different opinion on this one here, because, you know, in a lot of cases, I think Nick can say he hides a lot behind the whole, well, I was on the show, so this is what happened. Well, here's a probably higher watched rated show, and they're going to explain to you how it should be done. I'm on America's Got Talent. Mm -hmm. And on American America's Got Talent, we have employed a full-time um, therapist mm -hmm. or a psychologist or, and, and, and they're always there. They're always in the wings. And that is because people have signed contracts and they're going to go out there. I don't think uh, we can explain ad nauseum what you're about to do. You are, you are going out there uh, in front of millions of people in front of a panel of uh, judges in front of a live audience and you hopefully will achieve your your hopes and your dreams and by the way i would argue that the way we judge bachelor contestants is different than the way we judge sort of uh, talent shows because a talent show worst cases is you suck you can't juggle the rings you dropped the fire pit you swallowed the sword wrong what you know whatever we want to do uh speaking of swallowing the sword fantasy suites no uh but on the bachelor we judge their so you're a shitty person. You're a gaslighter. You're a narcissist. They get it way worse. They get it way worse. Um, things don't always go as planned. Correct. Yeah. And many times, many times how yeah. those people or groups of people react to how they are received or how they perceive they're being received which should exist because 100%. even more yeah. than on AGT and they don't let anybody leave the building without at least a professional believing that they are in a safe place mentally. Um, I think that sometimes when you're on a reality show, um, your context is only where you are and, and, and what you see and what you hear as opposed to when it airs, 
You know, you don't know what somebody else said in their uh, yeah, in cool. their interview or how they took your date or how they did that. And then you see that and that could impact you. And there's nobody sitting beside you at home to go, I came off like a fucking idiot. By the way, so Nick's giving the worst interview ever here as a guest because he's unwilling to contribute. He's just answering as if he's uh, being cross-examined. So it's really making this go nowhere. I mean, luckily we've got channels like mine to actually play the context of what's going down. So Nick then doubled down. I mean, he doubled down on his stance. So we can't rewrite history on where the stance was. He said, despite all the gifts, access, and opportunities that come with it, the poor reality TV stars need your help, vomit face. Please donate to their ridiculous cause so they don't do deal with any stress while they enjoy their free Coachella. Is that somebody? I mean, right? Here it is, folks. I mean, this is it. This lives on forever. This is the opinion. Come up with this bullshit and go on these other podcasts and these and other podcasts like game he's of roses asking fans to donate money he's not offering for himself like well, for a, what no i guess for, for the for, non-profit for reality for consultations for future reality oh, god TV. so what we have here for those listening to the audio only is chad Colchin uh from uh, the cult of game of roses podcast here uh, uh you know aghast as he watches nick misappropriate the dealings of the UCAN Foundation. Stars or whatever. <laughs> the donation page says, don't you think it's time to help the cast? If everyone who watched reality TV donated just one month of what they pay streaming services, we could solve this issue forever. Reality what TV- What issue? Re I mean, uh, the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? The no, audacity. Wait, wait. There's so many problems going on in this world and these motherfuckers want you to, to like solve this what, world problem? It's a bigger problem than that, Nick Vial. <laughs> so Chad's losing his mind because Nick's doing what aboutism. He's saying, "What about the poor kids in Italy? What about the uh, what about the, the 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 people with skin cancer?" And you know, it's, it's it's like, no, you help where you can. You find the issues of society that are broken, and you take your very unique piece of duct tape. We all have duct tape, right? And we try to fix what we can. Maybe you live in a town that's got a pothole and kids keep, you know, busting their lips, hitting the pothole with their bikes. And you go, you know what? I'm going to fill that pothole in. Fill the pothole where you can. That's the point. All right, let's finish this up here. Let's see what, so they keep going. Totally. Or, or maybe you didn't or were made to look like you came off like an idiot. You right, know, and there's, there's nobody, and, and therefore, when I heard about this foundation or whatever it is, is it a foundation? Is it a, what is it, a group? I what, think it's, it's a, a charity you can that focuses on um, working conditions for reality TV personalities and also therapy for those people. Which I thought was a great idea. Uh, yeah. If you don't think no? so, you don't think so. Well, again, I just don't think um, it oh. was oh, no. presented in an accurate way. Again, like oh no. Again, the the focus. Oh no. Oh boy, this is why you don't go on other people's podcast. Was on the working conditions. I mm -hmm. think no one care. I think no one's going to take care of your mental health more than you're going to. So I think we have to, you know, be accountable for our mental health first and foremost. Um, and again, I think the, most of oh the struggle that people have from a reality TV space that, you know, when it comes to their mental health, it again, is the aftermath. It's, it's not, you know, not to get into some, some of the things that th they said, but 
It's not necessary. This is where you, this is where if Nick had a publicist here, they'd go, okay, wrap it up. It's time for lunch. We got to go. He's on the ropes metaphorically here. He is just tattered. on Necessarily, you know, the long days that are, you know, the production schedule of, of some of these the shows that, you know, there's just a lot going on, but it's, it's the Reddit post and the comments on Instagram and the reading the articles about yourself. And these same people who were complaining about that are the same people who are also, you know, promoting internet bullying and trolling other people because they disagree with. And it's just like, to me, there's a bit of, I, for one, am not promoting bullying of Nick. I, along with others, and I don't know if he's now pretending to be the victim. I'm not really sure. I, along with others, are just holding him to his words and saying, you really don't have a point. You know what you need to do, Nick? You really, you, 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 know, you take some of the money from the UCAN Foundation, go to a therapist. This is just my opinion. And, and explore why you got so mad at Nick Thompson, another good-looking, tall, white man from a reality show. It's almost like they're they're both quarterbacks from different high schools that don't like each other. Maybe crack a beer with the guy. All right, this was a chalked episode. It's a little longer than normal, but I hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget to leave a review if you want to join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. And uh, there's always a link below if you want to join the legal funds that we are seeking to fight this harassment lawsuit. Uh, there's a GoFundMe for that below as well. All right, I'll be back tomorrow to round up this work week. I'm Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Hour.